Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to NFL Live, presented by Wingstop. Breaking news into NFL Live. The Bengals' Joe Burrow is out for the remainder of the season after suffering a torn ligament in last night's loss to the Ravens. Burrow exited the game in the second quarter after throwing a touchdown pass and then doubling over in pain after releasing the football. Here's quarterback and coach. The biggest news will be with Joe Burrow. You know, he had an acute injury yesterday. Um, likely on the play before before his last one, um, where he tore a ligament in his wrist that will likely require surgery and require him to be out for the rest of the season. So we're still gathering more information on that, but that that seems to be where it's headed right now. So that's the news, and and uh, you know just talking to guys on the team, uh, excited to rally around Jake, and we got a lot of great players on this team, and so um, excited to see this team really band together for these last seven weeks and and find a way. Yeah, it's tough. You know, you work you work so hard for for seasons and moments like these. So when you know, whenever you get hurt and it it ends it early, it's it's tough to tough to handle. But you know, that's part of the game. Been through it before, so just got to grind it out. Yeah, he certainly has. Uh, hi, everybody. Hannah Storm here. Dan Orlovsky, Ryan Clark, and Jeff Darlington, who's there in Kansas City. An all too familiar scenario for. Joe Burrow, you feel for him as a person. Uh, Jeff, what more can you tell us about the injury? You know, it's interesting, Hannah, because you did hear there from Zach Taylor saying that it is a torn ligament in his wrist uh, and also Burrow confirming that the likelihood is that he will need surgery. That seems to be the way it's headed. He confirmed that as well. Uh, and you heard the stoic nature with, with, with which both guys were really discussing that injury. I can tell you I was speaking with another member of the Bengals coaching staff, and it, it is the same vibe. It is This is devastating and brutal. This is a bummer all around, but we've got to find a way. We aren't the only ones who lost a quarterback. And I guess that is the nature of the league right now. Within a one-week span, Deshaun Watson, a division rival, also going down with the season-ending injury. So I, I understand when you hear the tone of their voices, they're saying it almost robotic what is obviously a brutal season-ending injury, but this team knows that they owe it to everybody else, including Jake Browning, who will be in their quarterback, to try to continue to win games and yeah. take over this division. Right, who's never started an NFL game in his career. But again, a similar scenario. This is the sixth starting quarterback, Dan, that we've Jeez. seen go down this season. Yeah. And it's been a litany of injuries for Joe Burrow as well. Kind of lay out the scenario going forward, if you will, for the Bengals. Well, this is awful for the Bengals. It's awful for the NFL. This is one of, I mean, like me, he's one of my favorite players to watch. I think he's one of everybody's favorite quarterbacks to watch because like, when it comes to just pure pocket passer, pure pocket, like, progression guy, he's the best in the NFL. And to lose him is like losing kind of that new age Tom Brady type of guy. We know the moments that he endures or in, in loves as well. And, Hannah, if you think about it, like, the calf injury happens – and then it's, can they survive the calf injury? And all of a sudden he comes back and it's, well, maybe they can survive it. And then they get to three and three on the bye. And even though he can, can barely move, 
And then two weeks ago, they start playing their best game. I mean, right. you can make the case that the San Francisco game two weeks ago was the best game Joe Burrow's played in a while. And it's like, okay. And we talk about these windows, right? Because this was a massive window year for the Cincinnati Bengals. There's question marks about T. Higgins' future, and are they going to be able to afford everybody? And to lose it off of in- mm-hmm. two injuries, it's, you just think about it. And I know everyone's going to say they have a chance. They don't. This offense is built around Joe Burrow, as it should be. And it's just – this is the, like the, the really like sad part of being a fan of guys is you don't get to watch them play in their like huge prime window. But this is football, yeah. right? Tom Brady was able to be so successful for so long because he was healthy. If you go back to 2008 when he gets the knee injury in the first game against the Kansas City Chiefs, which eventually makes a rule that you can't hit quarterbacks below the knee, that's a year the New England Patriots missed out on the playoffs. They were still an 11-5 team, but they weren't the team they were with Tom Brady because when you have these franchise quarterbacks, when you have sort of these transcendent players at the position, everything rides on their arm and their legs yeah and so for Joe Burrow a guy who plays with toughness who we watch come back from a severe knee injury as a rookie into his second year bringing his team to the Super Bowl this is devastating it's also devastating for the Cincinnati Bengals fans think about their best year with Carson Palmer he has a knee injury in the wild card game against the Pittsburgh Steelers and they never return to that same sort of glory and now with Joe Burrow in this transitional year in which Dan spoke about is now not only endured the calf injury but may be out the rest of the season requiring surgery on his wrist and this team no matter how good Jake Browning is will not be a playoff team will not be a championship team will not be a Super Bowl team and you just don't get these years back yeah so like I think just want to clarify that it is sure. definitive news he is out for yeah. the rest of the season definitive. so that, sorry, that's yeah. yeah that's an absolute yeah. yeah go ahead Dan so I don't know if this year is an anomaly with starting quarterbacks because they've never been more protected. And these are the reasons why, as much as so many fans and all of us hate some of the, oh, my gosh, another roughing the passer penalty, these are those moments that remind us because you sit there and go, well, the Bengals are kind of done without Joe Burrow. So that's my first question. And my second thing, and again, I love this guy. He's one of my favorite guys to watch. And no one's championed him more. But now this is the second season in four years is in, in his NFL career where he's is going to suffer a season-ending injury. He's hit a lot, Dan. Well, hit I, a lot. And now that's <laughs> going to be not a convers- exactly protected. Yeah, for I mean, a lot you go back to his there. first two seasons; he was beat up more right. or as much as any quarterback. Mm-hmm. So I think that's part of this. Um, you know, they've they've got to figure out how to keep him healthy. Yeah. You know that you saw that list of injuries. I mean, every mm-hmm. there's big injuries. So. Joe's got in his camp and that organization's got to figure out a way to to keep this young man healthy because he is a a face of this league. Well, you think those are some questions. There's some more questions and the NFL has questions about another right. issue regarding this injury because we saw Joe Burrow with a wrist wrap before the game and Zach Taylor and Burrow also had to address that today. I, I don't know. That's totally unrelated to what this was. A lot of our guys were different compression things on the plane. Um, but, again, that's that's something he did. I see guys wearing that stuff all the time, you know, on different body parts. And um, I haven't made it a point to ask them all about it every time they do it. That was – this is a completely different, different thing. Um, you know, it's not uncommon for guys to 
wear compression sleeves on plane because when you go up to that altitude, you can, you know things can swell up. I had, you know, football, you have a lot of bumps and bruises. This is a, a completely new injury. Jeff, I want to go back to you on this. Uh, what can you tell us about the NFL's investigation now into the fact that Burrow was not on the injury report when the team posted and then subsequently deleted this picture of him getting off the bus, appearing to wear a wrap right. on that right hand? And you just heard his explanation. Well, Hannah, the NFL is, in fact, investigating this matter. They take these types of injury compliance issues very seriously. So it is likely that Zach Taylor and Joe Burrow, who have not yet been contacted by the league, will have to explain probably the way they just did exactly what happened here. Now, we can go back to a precedent. Back in 2019, the NFL fined the Steelers uh, $75,000, Coach Mike Tomlin $25,000 for violating the injury report policy by not accurately listing Ben Roethlisberger on their report. So there is a precedent for this, likely a heavy fine, uh, potentially if the NFL finds that they did not comply with the injury report. But of course, you did hear Joe Burrow there. Whether you believe it or not, whether the NFL decides they believe it or not is, is really the matter of whether, in fact, he was wearing a, a compression sleeve that had nothing to do with the torn ligament that occurred shortly after in the game. Yeah, I, I'm really interested to see what our quarterback has to say about that explanation. Yeah, I mean, I think with the short week, I've seen guys wear compression sleeves all the time for a bunch of different things, especially when they're forced to being fly or flying on airplanes. I'm going to take Joe at his word. I know Zach Taylor. I would be surprised. I'm not saying, yes, I would be surprised if this was something that he was hiding from the NFL. That, that's or that just, he would let his quarterback play hurt, correct. which is the implication. That's here. my experience right. with Zach Taylor I, I, and Brian Callahan, their offense coordinator. I know those two men. I know what they're about. Um Wearing a compression yeah. sleeve, I bet you half of their team had something or some form of something like that on. Even on a short flight sure. like that. Yeah. Okay. RC? Hey, man. Guys, it doesn't matter if they let him play hurt. Everybody plays hurt. All of these folks are hurt. Joe Burrow's hurt. Joe Mixon is hurt. Jamar yeah. Chase is hurt. T. Higgins is hurt. Everybody's hurt. When you get to this point of the season, we all have something. That's not what this is about. They aren't searching to see. The NFLPA isn't going to file a grievance on Joe Burrow's behalf as if the Cincinnati Bengals tricked him into playing. That's not what this is about. This is about betting, y'all. Yeah. This is about setting lines. This is about what we do on this show every day when they're saying, Dan, over or under. Dan, will so-and-so win? That's why they do this. That's why they make us do this. That's why they want to make us predict. And so now when you don't tell the world that Joe Burrow may have a pre-existing injury, now they can't set the lines where they want to set them. And that's an issue. That's the reason that a Patrick Mahomes is on the injury report for having an illness versus the Denver Broncos, even though he's still going to play. Right now, could they just let uh, Patrick Mahomes play? Absolutely. But when you say that Patrick Mahomes has an injury or has an illness, now the line may change based on how effective they believe that he will be. Yeah. That's what this is about. That's why the CBA was negotiated in the way that it was to allow teams to prepare and lines to be set. Hey, we'll be doing all those over-unders coming up, uh, <laughs> to your point. All right, uh, the Bengals, we do know, in seven games without Joe Burrow, they've only averaged 16 points, barely 150 passing yards in those games. So 
All right, week 11. Let's move on and look at the Sunday slate, starting with a couple of AFC East teams. The Jets are at the Bills. Uh, the team they beat, of course, to open up the season in overtime after Aaron Rodgers went down. Uh, they've won only three games since. How about the Bills? They've lost four of their last six. Josh Allen, three turnovers in that Monday night loss to Denver, leads the NFL in turnovers and interceptions. Uh, Joe Brady will be calling the offense now as the interim OC for the Bills. I'm looking at the Broncos and the Vikings. Josh Dobbs has been an absolute revolution as a backup quarterback. I mean, the man has probably had more time with NASA's rule book than he has with the Minnesota Vikings playbook, and he's playing out of his mind. But he's playing a Denver Broncos defense under Vance Joseph that has really gotten things going, and they've gotten them going by turning the football over. Can they continue to get those turnovers to set up Russell Wilson in that Denver Broncos offense in scoring position because that's been their form for winning. Jeff? Yeah, we've got the Dolphins Raiders also coming up, and uh, the Dolphins are getting back to health. Devon Achan expected to play coming off of injured reserve just in time, by the way, because Raheem Mostert also winding up on the injury report due to a couple issues, but he was able to practice limited. But ultimately, this is what the Dolphins wanted to be. They've got the healthy secondary. They've got their running game going. For the second half of the season, this is what the Dolphins envisioned in the preseason. Yeah, Dan? Darlington pulling a chef on TV with, like, looking at the phone, finding reports, inside information. <laughs> RC, going on. RC talking about NASA. That's the second time this week I've heard NASA, and I didn't even know NASA was still around, so kudos to Josh Dobbs. I want to see Denzel Ward versus George Pickens. I, both of these defenses are spectacular. Amari Cooper on the other side, no question, but I think George Pickens versus Denzel Ward is one of those premier matchups. All Pittsburgh does is try to throw him one-on-one footballs, rightfully so that they should. I'd like to see some more out of their offense. And Denzel Ward's one of the best man-to-man cover corners in the NFL. We are going to get a lot of that one-on-one matchup. Oh, man. I mean, look at this. They face off Sunday. Browns, Steelers, both teams at 6-3. and three. Less than a 20% chance to win the division. But the winner of Sunday's game... Let's face it, they're only going to be one game behind the Ravens in the win column. Here's Kevin Stefanski today. We had a good week of practice, and you have to when you're playing the Steelers. Uh, we're very excited about the opportunity. Six and three Steelers, six and three Browns uh, at our place down there on the lake. It's going to be a beautiful day, I'm told. It's an all-hands-on-deck week, and that includes the fans. So somebody set the air horn off in the Muni lot at about 12.35. Okay, and get everybody's butt in that stadium because we're going to need them early. We want to start fast. All right. I get your, get your butts in the stadium. <laughs> RC, what does this one mean for the Steelers given everything that's going on in this division in terms of the playoff hopes? Guys, what it means for the Steelers is we can look up in about a month and the Steelers can be 10 and 3. <laughs> Think about this week. You'll get an opportunity to play Dorian Thompson Robinson on the road. And the next week, you'll have Jake Browning. And then after that, the Arizona Cardinals. Then Matt Jones and the New England Patriots. The Steelers can start a run if they win this very tough game in Cleveland. Just because they have a backup quarterback doesn't mean that this defense isn't going to come to play. It doesn't mean that the Cleveland Browns won't have an elite rushing offense, especially if Kevin Stefanski taps into DTR's ability 
to yeah. run the football. And so there are going to be so many challenges in this game. But if the Pittsburgh Steelers show up, make plays defensively like we've seen, the run game with Jalen Warren and Najee Harris continues to develop. And also if we can get some plays from Kenny Pickett who protects the ball at an elite level, the Steelers can win this game and set themselves up to have a run here where we're looking up in December and saying to ourselves, oh my God, the Pittsburgh Steelers can host football games in the playoffs. It would be the greatest coup of all time. Yeah, well, being uh, outgained in like every game this season. Now Mike Tomlin's name is a verb. You're, you're Tomlin people, right? RC, can you guys throw that schedule up again? Realistically, yeah. what game left on their schedule do we not think they can absolutely win it. I, I think it's week 18. They have Baltimore. Look at this. It's week 18. They're going, it's they're Baltimore. going back to our And he's beating Baltimore this year. Yeah. Backup quarterback, backup quarterback. Obviously, we'll see what Kyler's doing. Mac Jones and the Patriots offense are, are mm-hmm. not playing good. Backup quarterback, backup quarterback. And then on the road. I mean, week Crazy. 18, Maybe the week Hawks. 17, week 18. Yeah. You're sitting there. This team. It's crazy. You know, I think this game, everyone's going to say, like, okay, DTR and this Cleveland Brown offense. I think it's more on their defense to slow down. Yeah. Again, shocking to say, this Pittsburgh Steelers run game. Now, this is not an intricate run game. This is not exotic. What the Steelers do is they go into the game and say, what run is working the best for us? Mm-hmm. And then you are going to see it ten times. Yep. If you go back to last week, it was two runs. They ran inside zone, meaning it's a zone concept to the weak side. They ran this from the same formation like five or six times and then one back power with that guy Jalen Warren that RC just mentioned. So for Cleveland's defense, it's going to be imperative on them early on. What run do the Pittsburgh Steelers feel comfortable with? And they are going to see it plenty. If they could slow that down and stop it, then they got a chance to help their offense. Yeah, number one in yards allowed. Okay, guys, so we are all on the Steelers for this one. I mean, how much do you love that? We learned our lesson early in the season. No, no, somebody else pick them. No, no, we're. I Somebody don't know. Jeff, Cleveland. Didn't, Jeff uh, didn't have a pick, so I don't no, know. They got back <laughs> tackles in Cleveland. <laughs> I love Kevin Stefanski, but hey, I'm, man, I'm taking Pittsburgh. they have beaten eleven of twelve rookie quarterbacks they faced. C.J. Stroud, the only he might guy. Be Fourteen and three. Yeah, I know it's crazy. We love it. Plenty more to come on NFL Live Super Bowl rematch. We know that's on the horizon. That's why Jeff is in Kansas City. After all, uh, what advantage does Dan think the Chiefs are looking for on offense on Monday night? Oh, also, and I forgot this, guys. Uh, can the Jets complete the season sweep of the Bills? How could we forget that? Somebody here actually thinks it's not out of the question. Hmm, I wonder who. NFL Live is presented by Wingstop. Bring the flavor. And in part by the ultimate feel-good underdog comedy. Next goal wins. Now playing in theaters. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You're watching NFL Live, presented by Wingstop. Well, this is suddenly a good matchup this weekend. After starting mm. the season one and five, the Broncos have won three straight games. And during that streak, Russell Wilson has thrown six touchdowns, zero interceptions, best ratio in the NFL, also ranks top five in completion percentage. And QBR took them a while to get going, but they have. Meanwhile, Wilson in for a tough test, though, Sunday night. The Vikings defense, they have been fantastic during Minnesota's five-game win streak holding opposing quarterbacks to the lowest QBR in the NFL. And their 11 takeaways are tied for the second most in the league. RC, it's just crazy that this is a matchup between two of the NFL's hottest teams here. Uh, What do you expect (laughs) that Broncos defense to do? I know, I see your expression. Um, Okay, they're facing the past or not, right? So what do you expect that that Broncos (laughs) D to do? (laughs) If you watch this defense, they've played extremely well against the pass. They've kept the top on the defense. Vance Joseph has gone to a more four-man rush, two-high safety look to give his team an opportunity to force quarterbacks and opposing teams to be patient. But we watched the Buffalo Bills when they attempted to run the football to have some success. So look for Vance Joseph to mix up some of the front looks but still play that umbrella defense on the back end and hope to create turnovers as we saw the them do yeah. against Kansas City and the Buffalo Bills, which allowed this team and Russell Wilson to execute within the red zone. Man, and you look at the Vikings, I mean, they lose Kirk Cousins. Justin Jefferson isn't back. We don't know when he will be, but it's that defense that's been carrying the day in large measure. Why? Brian Flores Brian has done Flores. an unbelievable job of like RC, it's pressure anytime, anywhere, at any moment. Yep. It's it's not just, hey, we talked yep. about third down simulated pressure packages. You could get first down pressures. You can get second down pressures. You can get third down pressures. Sometimes it's man. Sometimes it's zone. And what has, that has done to not just the quarterback, but everybody on offense is just keep everybody on edge. And you watch offenses play against them, yep. and they're so unsettled. And there's this doubt of where guys are and where they're going to be and come from. So as much as Josh Dobbs has gotten this recognition and praise, rightfully so, Brian Flores' defense, man, has been spectacular. All right, so looking at our picks. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hey, Dan, real quick. I'm yeah. so sorry, Miss Hannah. I'm That's so okay. sorry. Dan, real quick. And think, of, think about that adjustment from the game where they played the Philadelphia Eagles where they rushed three almost the entire yes. night. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was after that night it seemed that – that Brian Flores ramped up the pressure, and this team has continually gotten better. You're spot on. Yeah, you have the ability to do that, and uh, all bets are off. Okay, now, as I was saying, let's look at our picks because RC and I are on the Broncos. Uh, why are you on the Vikings, Stan the man? Really, because of that defense that I just talked about. That defense has been awesome, and Russell Wilson's playing really good football, really good football. I don't know if I trust that offensive line and pass protection yet, and I know yeah. coming off a great win – 
He got four gimme turnovers as well. So while they did enough, it wasn't unbelievable. Yeah. And I think that Minnesota defense right now is rolling. Broncos looking for their first four-game win streak since 2016. Think about that. They can't block Daniil Hunter. Okay, there you go. What does all this mean for the pastronaut, the aforementioned Joshua Dobbs in fantasy this week? For that, we check in with AI-generated fantasy insights built with IBM Watson X. And in his third game with the Vikings, Dobbs' projection with a high of 22.9 fantasy points at the Broncos on Sunday night, fifth among quarterbacks this week. Two better, by the way, than Patrick Mahomes. Dobbs, one of the great stories of the season, but one of the worst. Joe Burrow's season-ending injury. What to expect from Cincy the rest of the way. Hot Ticket is brought to you by Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN and the only ticket company where you earn rewards with every purchase. What if in 2024 you got a little bit better every day? When you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Try Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. It's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. They have over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash tackle. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash tackle. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash tackle. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Breaking news on NFL Live. The Bengals' Joe Burrow is out for the remainder of the season after suffering a torn ligament in last night's loss to the Ravens. Burrow exited the game in the second quarter after throwing a touchdown pass, doubling over in pain after releasing the ball. And Jake Browning, who took over for Burrow after the injury, is set to be the starter for the rest of the season. Well, time now for some locks and keys. Let's talk the Bills hosting the Jets, a rematch from week one when Josh Allen turned the ball over four times in the loss. Since the start of last season, Allen has lost two of his three starts against the Jets. He has thrown two touchdowns and five interceptions while averaging only five yards per drop back, both of which are his worst against any opponent during that span. Here's his head coach on what he anticipates from the new Bills offensive coordinator on an interim basis, Joe Brady. 
look, it's obviously it's a short week. I'm sure he's going to have he's going to start sprinkling in his nuance. Uh, will play calling be different? Obviously, of course it will be. Uh, will personnel packages be different? We're fully anticipating that, and so uh, the style of play calling, we have our thoughts on that, but. Uh, um, It'll reveal itself as the game goes, and we just got to continue to just play by our rules. That would be Jets head coach Robert Sala. Okay, Dan, what is the lock in this game? The lock is that this Jets defense is going to make this game about the throws that Josh Allen doesn't make more so than the ones he does, meaning they are going to force him to be patient. You can lock it in that checkdowns and throwaways and getting the ball out of your hands short is going to be way more important than holding it on and trying to force the football downfield. That's when he notoriously has gotten himself into trouble when it comes to this Jets defense. Man, just hard to believe he leads the NFL in all turnovers. Ryan, what's the key in this one? To me, it's going to be Joe Brady's willingness to consistently call running plays. You mentioned that he had four turnovers in his first game of the season. There were four turnovers against the Buffalo Bills. He's had only two touchdowns and five in three games. Well, if you run the football, we've seen that James Cook has averaged over five yards a carry four times this year, two games with over 100 yards. It's not that they can't run the ball. It's that they refuse to run the ball. And if you want to give Josh Allen an opportunity to be his best, a run game and play action is the way to do that. Yeah, Joe Brady, a former passing game coordinator. All right, uh, Dan coach. the man. Yep, time for our ESPN bet parlay plus from the Jets Bills. Stephon Diggs over under six and a half receptions. He's been in the news yeah, this week. And I hit the parlay last night, NBD. I'm going to say over. And it's shocking that this is even a six and a half reception over under. This should be every game as an over, but given all the noise this past week and new Joe Brady as their play caller, best way to win games is get your best players the ball. I'm going to say over. Okay, here's the bad news. Uh, Josh Allen over under. 0.5 interceptions. I'm going to say under. I, I have wow, okay. been outspoken clean it this up. week that I do not believe Josh has been poor in his decision-making. He's caught some bad breaks here and there. He's been aggressive with the football at situations. But knowing how poor this Jets offense has played, the easiest way to win this game is to not give it away. So if that means you rein in a decision here or there, that matters the most. I'm going to say under. Yeah, at 500, this is really a must-win for them. He has to clean it up. Brees Hall over under 56.5 rushing yards. I'm going to say over. This Buffalo defense is light, really light at the second level. They've always been that way, but even more so because of the injuries that they've suffered this season. Brees Hall is by far and away the best offensive player production-wise this year outside of him and Garrett Wilson. I think the Jets rely on him to run the football, and uh, I'm going to say over. Bills are favored by a touchdown. Now, here's our picks, and once again, RC and I are zigging and you're zagging in the other direction. You are taking the Jets Great on minds, the road. Hannah. I know. Great minds. Right, right RC. I know. But, but Dan, you know, he has a beautiful mind, so the Jets... I just think that Jets defense is so good. And I actually don't think Zach Wilson's played awful recently. They got to be better on third down and red zone because the struggles of the injuries with Buffalo defense, I think it lends itself to do that. Really low scoring, highly competitive game, but I'm going to take the Jets. But then you said, I don't know that Josh Allen wasn't going to turn the ball over. And okay, we will see. Both would be right. (laughs) We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. We we, we don't know what's going on. (laughs) Two things can be true. Yeah, both things can be true. Exactly, RC. Jeff Darlington had a chance to sit down. It's close to a Super Bowl type field that you can have uh, playing against another great team. 
ESPN Bet is the official sports book of ESPN. For exclusive offers with your favorite ESPN personalities, sign up for the ESPN Bet app. All users get $200 in bonus bets after making any sportsbook bet. Download the app and sign up today. What a play. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You're watching NFL Live, presented by Wingstop. Instant classic, Super Bowl sequel, had to rematch it. Run that back, each hike dramatic. Quarterback option, might rush a pass it. Eagles at Chiefs, lacing up your cleats. Repeated defeat, got the fans on their feet. Hey, you gotta love this right here. Snoop getting us set for Monday night football Super Bowl rematch. Our man on the scene. What a lovely shot there in front of Arrowhead is Jeff Darlington. And I know you had a chance to sit down this week with Patrick Mahomes. How did that go, Jeff? Hannah, it went great. Uh, he's lovely. He <laughs> Look, I'm standing, though, by the way, in the parking lot of Arrowhead, and I will not be able to stand right here on Monday night without getting beer spilled all over me. This will be absolutely packed. That stadium will be lit up, and that is something, by the way, that Patrick Mahomes really reiterated. We're talking about a team right now that is obviously playing good football, but he recognizes that this team can be playing better football. He recognizes that they need to get themselves primed for the postseason. And when the lights turn on behind me in our discussion, he also pointed out that this is when you want to see the best out of your team. Embrace this moment. Everything we work for is for this moment. Everything you went through to get here. Everything we did to get here. You're playing a team that's 8-1 and in the Eagles on Monday Night Football. How much does this provide a barometer for what you guys are playing on monday night it's gonna be about as close to a super bowl type feel that you can have uh, playing against another great team that we just played in the super bowl last year you'll get to see where we're at as an offense as a defense and as an entire team the biggest thing is you see how guys respond under the lights and i think that's what gets you ready for playoffs and super bowl games you may have heard there was a football game yesterday and taylor swift was there she is the newest chiefs fan the attention on the chiefs right now 
Does it feel any bigger than, say, winning the Super Bowl twice? I don't think it feels any different. People see the whole Taylor Swift and Travis and they, and they make it a huge deal because it is a huge deal. I think it becomes a bigger deal to the fan bases than it does to the guys that are actually in the building. And I've been lucky enough to meet Taylor and see how good of a person she is. I think you, you understand why it's not become a distraction or anything like that because everybody cares about being the best they can be every day. But we'll see when we get to the offseason. You know, maybe I'm like traveling to Europe to go to a concert or something. No, I was just sitting there ready for the ball. Like this, like, where's it going to go? Where's it going to go? What is your relationship like with Travis? I honestly feel like he's, he's my brother. I mean, I talk about his family and my family have almost become one family because uh, the relationship that we have and how we've kind of became this, this brothers on the football field but off the football field as well. He doesn't try to be this Travis Kelsey Saturday Night Live guy. He just wants to be the, the, the guy that comes to play football every single day, and I think that's what makes him so special and why guys really gravitate towards him. We both love winning and we love competing, um, and I think that's what makes us have that same wavelength on the football field is we're going to compete to the very end. Exactly. Let's go do it, Don. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You just be you. How does that apply itself to the football field? He sees the game like a quarterback. He just knows what I'm thinking back there when I'm playing the game and playing the, the quarterback position. And I think it gives me the trust that I know he's going to change a route on the fly and I know he's going to be in the right spot. Hey, you're a legend, man. Stop. Congrats, man. Tom Brady used to talk about using the regular season to find the identity of the team. But how much do you subscribe to that philosophy? Let's go! Oh! I think these last few years I've kind of got a better feel for that. You want to win every week is hard and it's the NFL, everybody can beat everybody. Um, but you want to continue to build all, all season long. The goal is to be playing your best football going into the playoffs, and I think if we continue to just work at it, um, the offense will get it figured out, and the defense will be even better, and we'll have a chance to make a run at it. He's awesome. What can you say? Uh, Patrick Mahomes will be in the limelight Monday night uh, with a lack of an established number two behind Travis Kelsey. Mahomes has been forced to spread the ball around this season. He has done that at an historic rate. Six games this season in which he has completed a pass to at least 10 different receivers. That is the most in a season already. Okay, and we're here in week 11. That's the most in NFL history. He just continues to, you know, move on from Tyreek Hill yeah. and then doesn't have an established number. Just continues to have these explosive plays. How is he getting it done? Well, they're searching for him. And it's crazy yeah. to say that the best player on planet Earth this offense is middle of the pack, 15th in the NFL. When it comes to finding those explosive plays, it's really one of three ways this year, and there's not a lot of them. One, Patrick going, running around, and making big plays. He's done this not as much and or as successfully as he did with a Tyree kill, but that's the number one way that this offense has had the opportunity to create some explosive plays. And then there's two others. Again, not many examples of them, but they're very clear of how they want to try and make it happen and also how successfully they make it happen. So first of all, they are going to do an outside-in motion with Travis Kelsey, and they're trying to create a three-level pass concept to the perimeter. You'll have somebody going deep or to what we call that front pylon, and then we'll have a flat route, and then what they'll do is have a corner route. Now, I put that one in blue because even though the progression is really one to two to three, and everybody at home, pay attention to that number one at the end of this. The throw goes to number two. Excuse me. One to two to three. The throw is going to go to number two so consistently here that that's the throw that Patrick Mahomes has hit so often. He would read this flat defender. If this defender stayed low, he would throw the back. If this defender comes up, Patrick's going to throw that corner route. Now, that's happened a fair amount this season. 
But remember, I told you who number one in the progression was. So that's the number one way. The number two is they get into these bunch concepts and they'll get some form of a play-action passing concept where they want to get crossers. Patrick will get that ball fake. And then crossers meaning you're going to get three guys pushing vertical and one of these guys is either going to go go route or big post. You're going to get this deep crosser again and then some form of a back to the flat. Now the progression again is going to be one. I told everyone to pay attention to that. Two into three. Now Patrick does a great job in the pocket. He's going to get number two to Travis Kelsey. But there's that big completion. Again, not many of them. Now I told everybody home to pay attention to number one. Because that's the ball that they want to hit, some of those big throws over the top. Mm -hmm. They did that so often with Tyreek Hill. While they've had some of those chunk completions, as I'm all over, RC. Yeah, I know. They've had some (laughs) of those chunk completions. They don't get many of those big ones downfield. So they've only hit creative explosive plays by Patrick running around doing something, some of those perimeter corner routes, or a play-action pass crosser. If they're going to get them, it's going to be one of those three ways. It's just not a ton. RC, you may speak now. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you look at if you look at what this team has done, you know, Dan mentioned when they spoke in Germany that they were looking for roles yes. for all of these wide receivers. Well, it's time to get past that. It's time to figure mm-hmm. out how schematically you can use all of these guys to make plays against the Eagles. That needs to be in the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. That needs to be on rookie corner or inside slot guy Elias Ricks or working new safety Kevin Byard and Reed Blankenships or focusing on the linebackers. If you can get plays made in the middle of the field where we saw guys like C.D. Lamb eat and also uh, Ferguson, if they, you can give them opportunities, I think that's the place where they're susceptible. So we'll see if Patrick Mahomes focuses on another guy outside of Travis Kelsey in between the numbers. All right, RC, listen, we have to go now to the other side of this. So none other than Sal Palantonio, who, of course, is the expert of all things Philly. We talked about Jalen Hurts a little earlier on SportsCenter, just the fact that he wasn't as mobile early in the season. But what did you observe? You just were at practice today. Yeah, Hannah, he didn't have any sleeve or any kind of brace on his left knee. That's something he was wearing in the latter couple of games. He looked like he was moving just like the Jalen Hurts of old. No restriction, driving the ball, a lot of good lateral movement, stretching uh, to try to get the knee loose. But he didn't seem to be wincing in any kind of pain. And he looked like the old Jalen Hurts. And this is going to be crucial in this football game. If the Eagles are going to be successful on offense against this revamped, rejuvenated Chiefs defense, only giving up 15.9 points per game, which is second best in the National Football League, Hurts will have to do two things. He'll be able to be a threat in the running game. That's number one. And number two, his lateral movement in the pocket to avoid the pass rush, his ability to get outside the pocket and pass accurately on the run will be crucial in this game. Uh, We talked to him about this Chiefs defense and, and what he will be up against. They always, you know, put up a good challenge on tape. I mean, they they fly to the ball. They had a great D-line. They have a great secondary. They're playing at a very high level. It's a big challenge for us. They are really, really good as a unit. I think that they've had good personnel. They still have good personnel. They're a great player in Chris Jones up front. And you know, not to keep talking about Spags, but I think he's doing just about as good as he's ever done in this league. And he's been a great coordinator for a long time. They play well as a unit. They disguise things. Things look similar. So it's hard to tell what's coming when you really have to have to be on your A game. Of course, Hannah, that was Travis Kelsey's brother, the all pro center 
Jason Kelsey talking about Steve Spagnuolo, the defensive coordinator of the Kansas City Chiefs. But just one point off of what R.C. and Dan Orlovsky were talking about regarding Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, and the offense. The Eagles brought in Kevin Byard just a couple of weeks ago, safety from the Tennessee Titans, specifically to match up against Travis Kelsey. It's a small sample size, but Byard has had some success against Kelsey, who was a beast against the Eagles in Super Bowl 57. Mm, That will be a matchup to watch in this football game. And you're all about matchups, Sal, and this is the first time since 1979 the two Super Bowl teams are at the top of their respective conferences. Cannot wait. Thanks to Sal Pala. And coming up next, Joe Burrow. Done for the season. What is next for Cincy? What does it mean for the North? And the Bengals' playoff hopes. Are they completely gone? We dive in next. Limelight is brought to you by Corona Extra. Find the fine life. Live la vida mas fina. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. NFL Live is presented by Wingstop. Bring the flavor. This week on Sunday NFL Countdown before the Super Bowl rematch, Travis Kelsey goes one-on-one about his season in the spotlight. You got paparazzi following you. You have moments where you like look around like, how did I get oh, here? 1,000%. Plus, after suffering serious burns, Brown's tight end, David Njoku, is unmasked and unfiltered. It just happened so fast. I saw the fire come from my wrist and then just blow up in my face. Your Sunday starts with NFL Countdown, 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN. Breaking news into NFL Live. The Bengals' Joe Burrow out for the remainder of this season. He has suffered a torn ligament in his wrist in last night's loss to the Ravens. Exited the game after throwing a TD pass and doubling over in pain. He is expected, according to Zach Taylor, 
to need surgery. It'll be Jake Browning the rest of the way, who has never started an NFL game. So, RC, they have the eighth hardest schedule remaining this season. What do you anticipate from the Bengals the rest of the way? I anticipate the Bengals being at home watching the playoffs with us. And that's the sad reality of losing a player like Joe Burrow. You are already in the hole to start the season, 0-2 in the division. You're 1-5 in your conference. And when you have a record like that, you need to run the table or close to in the AFC. And with Jake Browning at quarterback with a team that was built around Joe Burrow's skill set and leadership, I think they're in a tough place to win this game with a very win these games with a very tough schedule. Yeah, the NFL is about hard hard realities. One, a bunch of their young defensive players, their their reps are going to matter these next six or seven games a mm-hmm. tremendous amount. Number two, all I think about is how can they keep T. Higgins. Can they, can they keep the, Tyler Boyd's an unrestricted yeah. free agent next year? RC, for me, it's, dude, yeah. they got DJ Reader, Tyler Boyd, Awuzie, Jonah Williams, and T. Higgins are all free agents next year. So how can they keep those guys and find a way to resign, not resign, but get Jamar Chase under a contract? Yeah, we're yeah. looking at this being the sixth starting quarterback this season to go down. Burrow, Watson, Cousins, Rogers, Jones, and Richardson going to be a wide open north uh final word there on that division rc well the final word is this this is a division that was extremely tough everyone in play entering this week for the for the playoffs and now you have the cleveland browns minus their starting quarterback and deshaun watson and now the pittsburgh steelers seem like a team with the remaining schedule that could be fighting to win the division week 18 against the baltimore ravens and that'll bring a smile to your face for sure listen i know you guys are going to be seeing those two healthy quarterbacks playing monday night in kansas city nfl live will be there Have fun. Yes.